Hey besties, and welcome back to the Sweet and Sarcastic Podcast. I am so excited for this one. This episode three, which is our Valentine's special, Eat Your Heart Out. Last week, we hit a pretty deep topic, uh, surviving the winter blues. So we're really excited about this episode because it's silly and fun. And whether you have a Valentine or not, I think everyone can enjoy this holiday. So we're going to be talking about some of our best and worst Valentine's Day and maybe a little extra. So let's get into it. All right. Uh, What is your favorite or least favorite thing about Valentine's Day? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All of it. Um, Well, I think I would have to say the chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) I really, to be truthful, if, uh, if I had a Valentine... I don't even know how I would be. You know, I just, I feel like it's a holiday that's not significant to me unless I have a significant other. But I feel like even then, I'm not so crazy about the mushy-gushy stuff. (laughs) Um, But, like, it really just depends on if I'm with someone or not. And this year, I'm not, so... Mm-hmm. I what guess what would you say your least favorite thing is uh my least favorite thing is that it still exists when I'm single <laughs> yeah definitely what about you I do have a valentine he's been my valentine since we were in high school but I am holiday crazed like I don't care what the holiday is I just love any excuse to like take a regular day and make it special uh so for valentine's day specifically i i love love i am a hopeless romantic i too love the chocolate because i feel like chocolate is just cuter around valentine's day (laughs) like the cute little heart shapes (laughs) actually you know what someone recently just gave me a theory they think that holiday candy tastes significantly better than regular candy because like the egg-shaped reese's like Apparently, they taste better than regular Reese's. And, like, the heart-shaped candies taste better when they're heart- like when they're shaped. Do you think that's, like, a thing? The aesthetic. I think – I don't think it – like, they actually change the recipe. I think it is more, like, a psychological thing. Like, because you're excited about the shape, you appreciate the flavor better. I like, pers- I think it's psychological. I personally think it's – that they're made fresh maybe i don't know i i think you know the candy is super cute uh pink is my favorite color so the fact that valentine's day is all like pink and red and purple and it's just like the girliest of all girly holidays like (laughs) it makes my heart very happy that's why we Um, came up with the term galentine's day Yes, I was just I was just headed there. Like I think if I had to pick a least favorite thing, and this is no shade to you, Ugh. um, <laughs> but I think I think my least favorite thing is that people have this accurate notion that if you don't have a significant other, if you don't have, you know, a traditional Valentine, that you, this holiday 
that you can't participate. And I think that's bullshit. I hate that line of thinking. Okay, it's not because <laughs> it's not that we can't participate. It's just that it it's like inevitable that like, you know, seeing other couples when you're single, like almost 99% of the time, we just feel kind of sad and left out. But mm-hmm. like even the most secure woman could feel left out in that situation. Um, it's just about finding new ways to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was getting to, you know, you said about Galentine's and I mean, but it goes far, like to me, Valentine's day, it's not about romance. Is it highly romanced and, um, commercialized? Absolutely. But I choose to look at it and I look at every holiday like this. So maybe it's why I'm so like holiday crazed, but I look at it as an opportunity to just celebrate life. And Valentine's day in particular is all about love in my opinion, in all facets. So you, you know, the way you love your friends, the way you love your children, yes, your spouse is a part of it, but is one of those huge things that it goes beyond romance. And I think that Valentine's Day is the perfect opportunity to reach out to, you know, the other relationships in your life and pour just some extra love into them. I don't know. I just, I think it's a beautiful holiday. And so it makes me sad that some people have this mentality, you know, it makes me sad to think that people get sad because they don't have a significant other because I'm over here going, but it's so much more than that. Like love is not limited to a romantic partner. You know what I mean? Totally understand that. And I, I completely agree. I'm just cynical because I hate all holidays. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't take my word for it. (laughs) I just, I don't really see the value in holidays nowadays. I have a lot of good reason for that. I just mm-hmm. I just feel like holidays for me at least are just a reason to push people together that don't want to be in a room together. Mm, that's another stereotype. That's another <laughs> that's another holiday stereotype that I don't subscribe to because understand why people feel that way around like Christmas and um like Thanksgiving because those are like very family-centric holidays but the same way I believe that love has different forms I also believe that family has many different forms and it you don't have to spend your holidays with your family of origin if they stress you out like yeah I believe that we can the people we can't choose the people we're born to but we can choose the people that surround us and you know if your family of origin is not who you want to spend the holidays with go spend the holidays with your friends or your friends family that treats you like family do you think it's like a bad thing if like maybe someone like doesn't want to spend the holidays with anyone like that one day Like, for me personally, I've been thinking about this a lot where I just want to spend, like, each holiday and take that day completely to myself and, like, not talk to anyone to just work, like, just be me day. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Like, instead of it being, like, a holiday where I'm, like, 
forcing myself to like be in a room with people that I don't want to be in a room with like instead Mm -hmm. working on my mental health and like reversing that way of thinking yeah I think that the relationship with yourself counts and it's cause for celebration so if you want to take yourself out on a valentine's date go for it like honestly i i don't think there's anything wrong with that and that's going back to what i said i hate about valentine's day is like and this is any holiday is how kind of i don't think stigmatized is the right word but like it, it is overly commercialized. All holidays are. And do I lean into some of the commercialization? Absolutely. Because I'm, you You're know, a Hallmark girly. It's okay. I am. I am. I am a Hallmark girly. That's who you are to your core. And I love that. Yes. I mm-hmm. am not that way. <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's what I'm getting at. But like, yes, I, I thoroughly enjoy those things, but I fully understand that there are people who don't enjoy like the highly commercialized version of valentine's day and i think that's okay i think it is beautiful honestly in its own right to want to focus more on yourself and you know because like i said love comes in all forms and loving yourself is a form of that so absolutely i don't think there's anything wrong with that cool I feel like you just validated my plan to spend every single holiday for the rest of this year by myself. Go for it. If you, if, hey, if that is what is going to bring you joy and make you love the holiday more, like that's literally my only goal. Like, I feel like everybody should enjoy the holidays in whatever that looks like for you. So if it looks like spending the holiday by yourself, if that's what's going to bring you joy, then do it. Like I, I love being alone. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. I mean, I get to <laughs> I I get to a point where I like don't want to be alone, but like for ninety nine percent of the time, I just I love that I'm alone because mm-hmm. I have all the control of what I'm doing, who like who I'm spending time with. Which I'm obviously, if I'm alone, I'm not. But mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I I, I said to uh, my roommate the other day, I was like, I created such a good job at making my bedroom like a cozy, comfy, safe space for myself that I enjoy it a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, now that I'm thinking about the holidays, like and thinking about like, I guess, past Valentine's Days, because I'm like, trying to remember how many of them I spent alone because I feel like I was never really in a relationship most of the time when Valentine's Day rolled around so it didn't happen very often um Mm -hmm. I don't really think I have like a favorite one because I feel like it doesn't it hasn't happened often enough where I was in a relationship um Mm -hmm. do you have a favorite one because I mean I know you've been with the same guy yeah so I mean Uh there's got to be a lot to pick from (laughs) I do. I have um, several favorite Valentines. <laughs> okay, top three. Um, top three. Top three. Okay. Uh, so one would be like our first Valentines ever. We were freshmen in high school and we were both, you know, we both rode the bus, different buses, mind you. And his bus would typically get to the school before mine. 
So he'd meet me in the lobby every morning and then we'd walk our lockers were across the hall from each other. Like, like the lockers lined both walls of the, of the hallway and my locker was on one side and his locker was on the other side and they were almost directly across from each other. Okay. So we would, we would meet in the lobby in the mornings and we walk down to our lockers and then he'd walk me to my first class. And so for Valentine's Day, it was our first Valentine's Day ever. Let's see. We started dating in September. So November, December, January, February. So it was about, we were, we had been together about four months. Okay. And in high school terms, four months is a long time, right? (laughs) So, um, his bus got there first. I got to the lobby and he wasn't there immediately, but then he came back down the hallway and he was like, kind of like <laughs> jittery, <laughs> like a little antsy. And he kept going, do you need to go to your locker? Do you want to go to your locker? Do you need to go to your locker? And I was like, I, I mean, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> and, um because we we had like this group of friends that we would stand with and you know kind of just chit chat talk to each other in the morning before the bell rang and we had to like go to class yeah so we were standing there and I was chit chatting and he was just like real antsy like wanted me to go to my locker and I was like geez all right let's go like holy cow so we go to our lockers and our lockers didn't have lock I mean you could put a lock on it if you wanted to but you had to like buy your own lock and I I didn't bother so my anyone could open my locker and get into it right right so I I open my locker and I put my bag in but I'm looking down this entire time right so I didn't actually like look up was looking down and put my bag down on the bottom of the locker and as soon as I opened it my I one of our mutual friends was behind me and she goes (gasps) she like gasped and I'm like what the heck so then I turn around and look at her I'm like what and he, he literally like grabbed my face and turned me to look into my locker. So I'm staring straight at it and hanging from where you're supposed to hang your coats is this little heart shaped necklace. Um, it was, it was a double heart necklace and it had his name on the big heart and then my name on the little heart. And then it had our birthstones in it. And that was our first ever Valentine's Day. And it's a perfect example of me being kind of like ditzy for lack of a better term. Because it took me, like he literally had to physically make me look at it before I even saw that it was in there. I mean, to be fair, he's also super impatient when it comes to being (laughs) like doing sweet things like this for you. Because... I'm so proud of him that he kept your birthday present a secret for two weeks because I almost caved. So kudos to him for holding it together that long. (laughs) He he is very much that person. Like he'll go out and buy you something. He's like, I got you a present. Do you want to know what it is? I'm like, no, I don't want to know what it is. Like, just wait, hold your horses. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was it was really cute. So that was our first ever Valentine's together. And then uh, my second favorite Valentine's was the first Valentine's when we were engaged. Well, there was only one Valentine's when we were engaged. But um, he was in the military. He was at AIT at the time. I We live in Pennsylvania, and he was doing his AIT in Oklahoma at the time. And um, so obviously, we weren't going to get to spend Valentine's Day, like, together, right? Right. 
but we did plan to have a Skype date that evening. Um, what I didn't know this man went online and ordered my favorite flower, their tulips. He ordered flowers and it came with like this little bear that was like holding a heart and it came in like this really cute vase. He ordered it online and had it delivered to my house on Valentine's Day, which I don't even know what, I don't even want to know what that cost him to do because like I said, he was in Oklahoma. So he sent me flowers from halfway across the country. And then we had our little Skype date. And it's one of my favorite things ever, I think. It was like one of my favorite memories ever, like period. I mean, (laughs) again, brownie points. (laughs) He's really good at those, to be honest. Yeah, he is. And then if we're going over, if we're going for top three, my next one is a little risque but it's the valentine's day where um it resulted in me getting pregnant with our first child yeah, let's keep it as pg <laughs> i am i am i am so that we it was our first valentine's after we got married we got married in december and then valentine's day is in february And we were living in El Paso at the time because, like I said, he was in the military and he was at that point stationed at Fort Bliss in Texas. So that Valentine's Day, we went to the mall and we each got like a new outfit to wear, like real, like real fancy, like upscale outfits. Like they, they were, they were really nice. We looked really good. (laughs) Wait, 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 Um, wait, 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 wait. You're mean to tell me. That Trey. <laughs> he dressed up. He did. He he wore he wore slacks like like um like dress pants and a button down shirt and a tie and dress shoes. Like he went like the whole nine. I don't believe you. <laughs> I will have to see if I can find the picture and I will sh- I will prove it to you. But yeah, we did. Because we did. We dressed up. <laughs> I've seen the clothes in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> this man only owns shorts. <laughs> I was like, nah. <laughs> no he did he did it was our first valentine's day as a married couple uh, so yeah we got all dressed up and then in el paso there was this little authentic italian restaurant that we went to Ooh, um and it was like, like achilles heel <laughs> it is it really is so we went into this restaurant and it was it was like the ambiance like it it was legitimately like a candle lit dinner like there were like candles hanging from the ceiling and there was a candle on our table like it was like it was a vibe like let me tell you that's so um and of course you know me with italian and like i'm a hopeless romantic so like just this whole vibe was just it it was immaculate you were a puddle at that point you were like i was (laughs) you're like take me home Well, no, because then, no, I can't remember if we did dinner first or the movie first, but we also went and saw Deadpool in oh, the theater. classic. Yes. Yes. That <laughs> so, would steal it for me. So, of course, this whole, like, we went and bought a new outfit. We had this really romantic dinner. We went and saw a movie that made me laugh. Like, boy, was unlocking every single key to my heart. I mean, we were newlyweds, too, so that also helped. True. So... Yeah, I think that explains itself as to why um, nine months later we had a child. 
Honestly, I'm kind of jealous. You have like your top three. And honestly, I don't think I have a favorite Valentine's Day. Yours is coming. I believe it. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm too cynical to enjoy Valentine's Day anymore. Well, let's let's play a little game. In a hypothetical world, okay. what would your dream Valentine's Day look like? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, ooh, does it count if I say waking up in, like, the Caribbean? Ooh, that would be nice. Right? Yeah, anything counts. Anything goes. This is your fantasy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, strawberries are definitely involved. Um, ooh. Yeah. Chocolate-covered mm-hmm. strawberries, because they're so good. Of course. Um, the cute ones that are like pink and red and ew. all drizzled and decorated. Gross? No. <laughs> <laughs> the stark difference between us. <laughs> no, just regular dark chocolate dipped strawberries. That's it. Like, don't mess with it. I don't know. If I was doing like an actual Valentine's Day, though, like with a person, I feel like definitely the weight of my heart is like kind of childish I guess but like you know building a fort you know and planning a movie night and you know adding snacks like things that I like you know without me having to say anything just like Mm -hmm. this is why I'm like I feel like that's so basic to just want the basic like needs for a valentine's Mm -hmm. day just like someone doing something for me but like that's why I'm saying I don't think I've ever actually had mm-hmm. a Valentine's Day where I wasn't like, oh, I want this and I want this. Like, I don't want to have to tell mm-hmm. you what I want. I want someone to make an educated guess on what would, you know, make me happy mm-hmm. and just try. Yeah. Like, I truly feel like I am spoiled rotten you are <laughs> over here you are you bitch <laughs> and i <laughs> i fully recognize that though like i i i got a good one and i know that <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that all of my valentines were bad like if i had to pick one it would probably be one from when i was married mm-hmm. um trying to remember specifics i don't really know other than flowers you know <laughs> Hey, flowers are are always fun, though. Yeah, they are. I don't know. I just feel like the basic asking, like, I just want someone to think of me Mm -hmm. and do something they think I would like. Like, even if it's just sending me flowers, I've always, you know what? I've always wanted someone to, like, send flowers to my house, you know, or, like, (laughs) to, like, to my job. You know, those where they happen Mm -hmm. in the movies, whether they just send it to your place of work or they send you flowers at home or, like, whatever. Yeah. I've always – yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. You are living my dream. Shut up. I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) I literally say all the time, like – like it literally like even the story of our first kiss like what maybe we'll save that for a different episode but like it literally feels like the scene out of a movie and I I fully know that and maybe that feeds my hallmark girl I don't know but yeah 
I think it's enabling you to be a Hallmark girl. <laughs> it makes it easy to continue being a Hallmark yes, girl, that's for you, sure. It makes it harder for you to be cynical, which is good. I think that I have a lot of therapy to do, and this is just something you don't need therapy for, you know? It's, I have one area that I'm okay in. <laughs> <laughs> like, please don't think that I don't need therapy because I'm, I know every other week. I'm just saying, you can check this one off. You're like, oh, well, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm actually great. good in this area, thanks. Yeah, like this department checked off for me. Like, I don't need therapy right. in that place, so I'm good. But like, I, yeah. I do. I really do. So I know you said you don't really have a favorite, but I know you can probably do a number for us on your worst. Ooh, could I? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a really good one. And since we're not naming names, uh, we're going to call this guy Tyler. Now, mm-hmm. let's say um, this was around, I want to say... 2019 like the end of 2019 beginning of 2020 so like that february i was just divorced you know like freshly divorced and i was kind of seeing someone where i definitely a rebound i'm just saying that right now was definitely a rebound i just didn't know what to do with my emotions um but i was seeing this guy and i like we had a whole valentine's day planned where, because I worked actually near where he lived, and you know we had a plan. We were going to go to a movie, go s- get some dinner, and we were going to come back. And you know, like either I was going to go home or we were going to hang out. And when I got to his house after work, now mind you, I went to work dressed up, and at the time I was a teacher, so I was wearing his. I was I was wearing heels around kids. Yeah. So, of course the kids were asking why are you so dressed up? oh yeah i was wearing like a cute little romper thing it was adorable but i got to his house and he's not dressed he's shirtless oh red flag number one. Oh yeah and i was like i thought we were going out and he was like well uh we were just gonna order pizza mind you he lived with his parents so he was like we were just gonna order a Ew, pizza. red flag number two. Oh, he was like a little bit younger than me like a year or whatever and we were like in our early 20s at the time so it's really not that bad um Mm -hmm. I I was like okay whatever and then his dad was like okay do you want to come with me to pick up the pizza and I was like sure so like because we were close at that point I would say Mm -hmm. I was a big fan of his dad I thought his dad was a great person um so I went with his dad to pick up the pizza we went back and then we ate pizza we hung out with his like family instead and honestly I was a little upset but I was willing to get over it you know everyone they either went out or they went to bed I can't remember but we were you know getting down and dirty with it and then I get ready and go home and I get a message on my way home (laughs) you weren't even home yet I was not it I had a 45-minute drive home, and he texted me, and he was like, I don't want to see you anymore. Oh, Basically, in more or less words, it's basically he broke up with me. He was like, I don't want to date you anymore. And I was like, uh, what? So, yeah. (laughs) Worst Valentine's Day ever. Oh, my heart hurts so bad for you. Oh, my God. 
That's not even my worst breakup, though, so. No, we're not talking about worst breakups. We're talking about worst Valentine's Day. That's another episode entirely. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Have you even had the worst Valentine's Day? Like, yeah, shut up. You don't even get to answer this question because you just okay, listed no, three of your did. favorite. But even my worst Valentine's Day kind of like got turned around a little bit. But so my husband and I have been together since uh, our freshman year in high school. But it was not like a solid we've been together that entire time. All through high school, we were on again, off again, like more times than I can count, I think. So senior year... This is the last time we ever broke up Um, because when we got back together after this, we were, we've been together ever since. But senior year, we broke up. It was, (laughs) this is so silly that I remember this so specifically, but we broke up. It was Super Bowl Sunday (laughs) that we broke up. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of the fight that caused us to break up, but it was, it was ugly. Um, So yeah, we broke up. And then Super Bowl was like the beginning of February. So then like two weeks later, it's Valentine's Day. I'm scrolling Facebook and I see that his Facebook status is changed to in a relationship already. And I crumbled. Like when I tell you it was literally like a scene out of a movie where like she throws herself dramatically on the floor and it's just like screaming crying sobbing like that that was me like it was it was really bad like I realize that this sounds stupid now because we're literally like the happiest couple ever at this point in our lives but like you know 17 year old Taryn was having a hard time processing this okay so um yeah that was probably my worst valentines but then my best friend she lived down the street from me and um so I you know I call her sobbing and you know told her everything that happened and she walks from her house to my house and she had made these little paper flowers that honestly if I look hard enough I might still have them in storage somewhere (laughs) Um, but she like handcrafted these little paper flowers for me to kind of help cheer me up. And maybe this is where my belief that, you know, Valentine's Day is about more than just having a significant other, you know, because this, that Valentine's Day, when I felt like I was at, you know, my worst, friends really came through for me to like make me feel loved and like I still mattered even though the man of my dreams at the time was I thought with somebody else which that's like a whole nother thing in of itself so we eventually obviously did get back together and then I come to find out that this just show, tells you the kind of man he is he wasn't even actually in a relationship with this girl. Um, there was a guy that was like harassing her and wouldn't leave her alone. So he a- agreed to be her fake boyfriend on the internet, basically, just so that this other guy that was harassing her would leave her alone. Which, thinking about adult Trey, <laughs> that's absolutely something he would do. Like, <laughs> absolutely. That's a thousand percent him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, funny to me, like, I can look back on it and laugh now. 
because I was like dramatically like sobbing over him literally just being a nice guy for some, like for like one of his friends. Well, you like he wasn't even actually dating this girl. Yeah. And I was, you didn't like, know though at the time. I myself. No, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, that was probably my worst Valentine's Day. I mean, that makes sense because mm-hmm. you know he he's try he's probably nailed like every other Valentine's Day for you because he's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, once kids get added into the mix, oh, Valentine's yeah. Day really it really changes oh, yeah. um, because you know we used to try to go out or like he'd get me flowers or you know, get me like a cute little like necklace or there was one year he got me a bracelet, like, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't get me jewelry anymore because I usually either break or lose it. <laughs> <laughs> like that original, that original necklace um, that he put in my locker freshman year. Well, that first one, the first time we broke up, um, I had accidentally left it at a pool this was shortly before we broke up and um my cousin I had left it in my cousin's bag that's what happened and then shortly after we had gone to this pool he and I broke up and so my cousin was like well what do you want me to do with this necklace and I told her I didn't care and she could just get rid of it (laughs) and then and then we got back together so I was looking like a clown well, can we? I I do have a question for you. Like, can we talk about um your original wedding rings? <laughs> um, <laughs> so busted. Um, well, I I still have the wedding band, and I have my, our original engagement ring, like the ring he proposed with. Mm-hmm. But um, the ring that. I actually was part of my wedding set that actually like goes with my wedding band. Um, I accidentally flushed it down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) I had just taken a shower and I took my rings off and set them like in our bathroom, there's like a windowsill and then the toilet is directly like below it. So I had taken my rings off to shower and set it on the windowsill. And then when I was done in the shower, I got out, I went to the bathroom and it was like one smooth motion. I flushed the toilet and grabbed my rings, but my hand slipped and my engagement ring fell into the toilet while it was still flushing. And it just, it, it went right down the drain. Yeah. Did you forget so. I knew that? <laughs> no, I just, it wasn't, yeah. I sobbed. <laughs> I remember. I was a train wreck. I was a train wreck. And I called him. He was at work when this happened. And I called him, like, sobbing. I was like, I'm so sorry. I flushed my engagement down the toilet. And I'm, I'm, like, beside myself. And this man's just laughing at me. I'm like, are you, you're an ass. <laughs> I feel like I remember. Did you call me and tell me that? Like, right when you did it, too? Like, maybe, like, a couple of days or whatever after, like, Probably. I feel like like that's how I found out is I remember you calling me distraught. Mm -hmm. Probably. I did. I felt so awful. Like I even before I called Trey to like tell him that it happened, I called his grandfather. We, uh, he owns our house that we live in and he lives right across the alley from us. So I called his grandfather and had his grandfather come over and try to see if he could find it in the septic tank because I was desperate. Uh, but we we did not find it, so yeah. 
Now, would you say that Trey is your favorite Valentine since, you know, he's been your only Valentine? Or do you think having or down. do you think having boys for children, do you think that that Ooh. changes your perspective? Ooh, that's a good question because I mean, obviously I have several great Valentines stories with Trey, but what about your boys? I do have two small boys and um with them being in school now, it's it's really sweet. Uh, last year, my oldest was in kindergarten, and their school does a Valentine's dance where um, they're allowed to have one adult like guest basically come with them to this dance. Right. So last year, my oldest and I went on basically like a little date. Uh, we went out for dinner together, and then we went to the dance, and we got all dressed up, and it was like the cutest so now ever. I have to ask you, who is your favorite Valentine? Uh, all three of them. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, not to sound like gross, but I mean, there are things that I like about Valentine's Day that I can only get from Trey. That's he kept very true. That's very, very true. <laughs> um, but no, and it was really cute because last year they teamed up together and they got me um they they went they wanted to get me a gift um so they had gone to the store and picked out it's this it's not something I would have picked for myself but I love it just because my kids picked it out yeah um it's this little pug that when you press its paw it sings a little song and I can't remember what the words are but it's 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 called the love pug and it like does this little rap about love and hugs and being a pug. I, I don't even remember what the lyrics are, but it was, it was pretty cute. That's so cute. Um, so yeah. And actually that, that same Valentine's dance is coming up uh, this Friday, actually. So the end of this week, uh, my oldest and I get to go do that little Valentine's date again. And then next year, uh, my youngest will be in kindergarten, so I'll get to go with both of them to the Valentine's dance. And I I will be sad when they're no longer in elementary school and we don't get to go to the Valentine's dance together anymore. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I think that's that's pretty valid. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't really pick between them. Yeah, yeah. So all, all three of my boys have my heart. They do. They really do. That makes sense. So how about you? Do you have a favorite Valentine? I know you said you don't really have very many Valentines. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. It's so sad. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like every one of my best friends has like a little piece of my heart. So you're all kind of my Valentines. I love that. I'll add you to my list of favorite Valentines. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap shot. Cheap shot. <laughs> I mean seriously I like I'm trying to so every year my family and I we would go to this little convenience store or a little grocery store called Landis and they would have like a Valentine's Day dinner where you'd have like you know sparkling cider and a nice little buffet dinner um it was just something that my family did every year for Valentine's Day we really didn't celebrate individual like we didn't we weren't encouraged to celebrate individually and I feel like that's kind mm -hmm. of where the feeling of not needing to celebrate comes in because my family never mm -hmm. really made a big deal about it like 
I was never. I mean, but that is a really sweet tradition, though. Yeah, but you know, when my my older siblings got older and they stopped attending because they had significant others, you know, it it just never translated to me. I guess. Um, yeah. I really liked the idea the concept of you know it being romanticized and you know there being this love factor to it and I do love the idea of that but Mm -hmm. I don't know there's just a part of me that just doesn't want it yeah I I can understand that like knowing knowing you the way that I do I can see how you would come to that conclusion like I would much rather stay in and watch a movie or maybe cook a really good dinner or you know make a little mocktail you know doing mm-hmm. self-care things like that's my everyday yeah. valentine's day like they say oh treat every day like it's valentine's day i do yeah And like I said earlier, you know, the relationship with yourself is a valid relationship to celebrate for Valentine's Day or any day. So I guess my favorite Valentine has to be me, right? I love that, though. I love that. So if you're staying in for Valentine's Day and you're cooking for yourself, what are you making? What's your favorite thing to eat for Valentine's Day? Uh, Lately, I have been on a meatloaf kick where I've been obsessed (laughs) with making the perfect meatloaf. And I think I might have mastered it yesterday. Um, I'm going to test this one more time. That was my second time testing it out. But I'm going to test it one more time to get like to see if I got all the portions right. Um. But, like, I made – I was trying to figure out a good side to go with it, and I've been testing every little thing like mac and cheese or, like, mashed potatoes or um, corn. But I tried Parmesan green beans, like, garlic Parmesan green beans last night where I, you know, I got a bag of frozen green beans. I cheated. But, um, you know, I put them in the microwave for five minutes, took them out, and I put them on a frying pan with butter and fresh garlic and I sauteed them and then I put some like like the parmesan cheese that you put on spaghetti I put yeah. that on it and then I let it I put a, a lid on it and I let it sit there for a few minutes and you know I mixed it up a tiny bit and I made sure the cheese was sticking it really de- you have to get the right consistency of cheese otherwise it's horrible oh yeah mm-hmm. and then I I uh, sprayed a pan and I transferred the green beans into the pan and I stuck, I put some uh, breadcrumbs in it and I mixed it up a tiny bit and then I stuck it in the oven for a few more minutes. Oh, and I added a little uh, secret seasoning that I'm not disclosing on you. <laughs> it was so good. If you really want to know, you can ask me. Um, you can have a secret recipe. Oh gosh, it was so good. It was so, so good. Like it's taking everything in me not to like eat all of it. Um, it sounds really good. I love green beans. Like that's my vegetable of choice. It was so good. I what like I've been trying to find the right flavor combination with the meatloaf that I make with a side because I'm not a huge mashed potato person. Mm-hmm. Um, and the corn just wasn't cutting it for me. I didn't like how it tasted like reheated, but like, oh my gosh, it was so good. I was so happy. And then I, I I really don't drink anymore. Um, and I learned how to make like a 
cute little mocktail where it's so simple. It was just like ice and like cran pomegranate juice and some Sprite. And that was good enough for me. <laughs> it actually sounds really good though. It's so good. And I have such a sweet tooth. <laughs> it tastes like that punch from like middle school, you know, the dance punch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like that just takes me back. And I, I, <laughs> I was really, really happy with it. And I was like, you know what? This is a meal I would make myself for Valentine's Day. This is a meal I would make myself if I'm trying to take care of myself, if I want to feel good. This is like my comfort food. I love that. I mean, we Um, all know that you love Italian. Yes. We were just talking about this. I Italian is my go-to. I I have dabbled in making some Italian dishes, but like I I hit a kick where I was like, oh, I really like making pasta and stuff like this. But mm-hmm. I then I ventured into meatloaf because I really like meat, mm-hmm. like bacon. See, I don't. No. <laughs> I know. Um, we typically, uh, for you know, since we had kids, we would always try to go out for Valentine's Day because you know date nights are kind of rare when you're married with kids. So for as many years as I can remember now, we'd go to Olive Garden because that's my favorite. Um, and then we'd go see a movie. That's, you know, our typical Valentine's. It's always Olive Garden and a movie, but we're not doing that this year. Um, this year, we're going to do my other favorite food, which is pizza, which I guess is still kind of in the Italian category, is, I suppose. But I mean, <laughs> Olive Garden, though, I don't blame you there. I love Olive Garden love Olive Garden is literally my favorite I will go Um, there just for the breadsticks like I'll just ask her yeah you okay I need to know if you do this too when you go to Olive Garden I get the breadsticks and they end up giving me like a million of them I don't know why but like I also get like a large side of their Alfredo sauce to Mm -hmm. dip my garlic bread in because my my garlic sticks whatever because Mm -hmm. oh my god it's so good nope I eat them plain Um, it's funny we actually the way we found out that I was pregnant with our second child is we're at Olive Garden and previous to this you know sit down dinner uh I did not like salad I have never up until that point liked salad I I just didn't I didn't eat it um but this particular trip to Olive Garden I ate, you know how when you order a salad, they don't just give you like your own like personal serving. Like yeah, they bring no, out they that you, huge like, bowl. bowl. Yeah. I ate the whole thing by myself. I, feel like, <laughs> I remember you telling me this. You like called me and you're yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. I ate the full salad. Like it's funny. It's funny because the Olive Garden we were at, there was a Walmart right across the street. Mm-hmm. So I got done. So I ate the entire bowl of salad and then I'm, I'm boring. I order the same thing every time. I like the, um, the cheese ravioli with marinara sauce because you know, your girl doesn't really like meat. Oh, wait, um, I don't think that make that doesn't make you boring. That makes you consistent. And isn't that your word for this year? It is my word for this year. I like, thank you. For that <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. Shift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I ate the whole salad. I ate, I don't even know how many breadsticks. We're not going to go there. And I ate my entire dinner portion of the ravioli. So we get done with dinner. And I think I still had dessert after that too. Like it, 
Day one. Yeah. And anyone who knows me knows that I really don't eat that much. You don't. I was just thinking <laughs> that was you don't eat that much. <laughs> yeah. So this particular trip to Olive Garden, I like just demolished the entire table, basically. So we get done eating and he looks at me and he's like, we're going to Walmart after this. I'm like, why? He's like, I'm buying you a pregnancy test because what the hell was that? <laughs> I mean, at least like, he picked up on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how we figured out I was pregnant with um, our oldest, too. Because he came home from work one day and I was sitting on the couch just casually. I had a jar of pickles and a jar of Nutella. And I was taking a pickle spear out of the jar and dipping it straight into the Nutella jar. And I didn't think it was weird. I literally didn't think anything of it until he walked in the door and looked at me and was like, like I all of a sudden saw the dots connecting in his head. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this, uh, <laughs> this isn't normal. <laughs> I feel like for pregnant women, though, it is. Do you know how many times I hear about like people dipping pickles in particular into strange things? Like that's a pregnancy thing. Like I've often wondered. Like anytime I walk past the pickle section in the grocery store, I've often wondered to myself, like I'm not pregnant right now. Would I still like that? Like I kind of want to try it just to see if it's. Like, are pregnant women onto something, or Ooh. are we actually just like weird? <laughs> when I will Facetime at some point, and we're gonna test that theory because I need to see your face. <laughs> but we'll come back with those so, results. <laughs> we'll come back. So I have kind of a harder question for you. Um, okay. What do you think are some expectations surrounding intimacy on Valentine's Day? I know we've talked a lot about, you know, certain expectations with it being romanticized and everything, but we've also hit, you know, being able to do things, you know, it being okay to do it by yourself. So where Mm -hmm. do you think intimacy expectations land in that arena? You being with someone and then me not being with someone. Yeah. Um, Intimacy in general, I mean, I'm obviously a married woman, but for me, at least it it changed throughout our relationship. Like, obviously, I talked earlier about our first Valentine's Day as a married couple. And nine months later, we have our oldest son, right? But then after you have kids, it is a lot harder to find the time basically for intimacy. And I struggle with feeling like we have to schedule it out because that feels counterproductive to me because I'm the kind of person like what gets me going, trying to be PG here, is um, like the spontaneity of it. You know, like if he from work and like I'm standing at the sink doing dishes and he puts his arms around me and like whispers in my ear like hey let's put a movie on for the kids and go upstairs like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) that's that's kind of like it for me so then you know when Valentine's Day rolls around like you said it is kind of it, it is a very commercialized like romanticized holiday and that is a part of it like it is kind of a sexualized holiday too And so especially if you do have a significant other, like it's almost like if you don't have sex on Valentine's Day, like 
you're failing in your relationship kind of right like, and I hate you know expectation I really do yeah yeah so you know like I said we in years past have tried to kind of schedule our date nights around Valentine's like it gives us an excuse that we can go to family and be like hey can you take the boys this weekend because we want to go out you know for a Valentine's date but this year we're not doing that. So I'm not really sure what the intimacy situation is really going to look like for us this year, because this year we decided we're just going to order in a pizza and, you know, watch a family movie. And then after the kids go to bed, maybe he and I will like snuggle on the couch and watch like a more adult movie together. Yeah. But from there, like I'm, when I realized that that's what we were doing, I'm not going to lie, the Hallmark girl in me was a little sad. Yeah. Because I like, you know, getting dressed up and going out for a Valentine's date. You know, I'm I'm very Hallmark. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know what? This is actually a different kind of intimate. Yeah. You know, it's it doesn't have to be sex. Because I think there is beauty in just spending family time you know watching a family movie and eating some pizza and then even if all we did after the kids went to bed was snuggle and like I don't know watch YouTube or watch a different movie or you know whatever we do but we're, we're even if we end up just like snuggling on the couch and then eventually going to bed and going to sleep like I truly think I have reached a point in my life where the hallmark in me can take a back seat and I can appreciate that for what it is. Yeah, I think that's really special, honestly, is getting to have that moment and being aware of the moment. Like you're not yeah. missing it. You're there for it. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like my expectations surrounding intimacy this year for Valentine's Day is looking a little bit different. Like obviously I'm single and the intimacy – I've I've realized as of the last few weeks, I've been thinking a lot about it. And I have like natural space issues that I didn't have before um, where like uh, we were just talking about this. I don't like people to be close enough that they can touch me mm -hmm. in certain situations. Um, and I feel like that's an issue with me. That's like... That's something that I need to figure out. Those, like, I feel like I have is intimacy issues with getting close with people, like letting people mm -hmm. in, trusting people. And I feel like that's something that I should really just dedicate that day to is like thinking about it and maybe journaling about it and figuring out what the next step I can take is to becoming more comfortable with yeah. intimacy and trusting. I, I think that's beautiful. Honestly, I do. I mean, and it, it'll probably be uncomfortable and hard because there is that, you know, expectation that society puts out there that like, you're supposed to go, you know, do the thing. Yeah. But I think it's very self-aware of you to know that that's not, what would be healthy for you right now. And I don't know, I'm, I'm proud of you for taking that step to like sit back and be like, no, we're not going to do that this time. We're gonna, 
sit and really think about this. Well, like I said last time, like he is literally just a guy. Like he, <laughs> he is not the center of my world. I am. And I'm mm-hmm. still like reminding myself of that. I'm still remembering that like every time I start feeling a little bit lonely, like, you know, and in need of companionship, I, I still struggle with remembering that I don't need companionship. What I need is to work on trusting people and letting some of my friends in, you know, like mm-hmm. I need to work on not worrying about if I'm with someone or not. You know, like I need to be secure in the thought, like completely secure in the thought that I don't need to spend the rest of my life with someone because I'm going to be happy regardless of who I'm with. Yeah. But yeah. it's not like it's not romantic companionship that I'm looking for. That's what I'm trying to remember, what I'm trying to remind myself. It's that, oh, if I'm feeling lonely, it's because I'm not you know, reaching out to my friends or I'm not, maybe I need to make some brunch plans or maybe I need to call you or, you know, like reconnect with people because it's not like, it's just in my head, it feels like an immediate connection to like, oh, boyfriend. No, it's just a lack of people that I'm keeping myself connected to. So that's my, I have to remember that that is just my wake up call when I start feeling lonely to remind myself that it's not about a romantic relationship. It's about staying connected with the people that I have in my life. Does that make sense? It does. I, I love that. And, you know, on that note of, you know, just realizing your own self-worth that like you are in charge of your happiness and you're you're not tying yourself to needing a boyfriend to your identity. Like that is a beautiful note to end on, I think. So I'm going to say that is the end of today's episode. So (laughs) head over to our social media accounts and tell us what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day this year? And be sure to tune in next week as we dive into our different perspectives on life through my best friend's eyes. Bye, besties. Bye, besties. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Sweet and Sarcastic. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to like and follow us on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Podcast. To get even more of your new online besties, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sweet and Sarcastic Podcast. In the meantime, we can't wait to meet you right back here next Monday at midnight.